0: words have been spoken over your life? Have they been positive, negative, some of both? Which of those words have you been hanging on to? Words that are spoken over us may seem minimal to the person saying them, but they can linger inside of us for years to come. Don't let those words spoken over you hold you back from who God has called you to be. Instead of focusing on what people have said over us, let's focus on what God has said we are. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Does it feel like you're constantly forgetting things? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you in your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be, so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for, and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. I spent six years as a single mom, then married, became a stepmom, and we blended our families. Diving in headfirst from a chaotic single mom life to a chaotic mom and wife life. I struggled to keep my sanity. I looked to everything and everyone else to avoid the drowning feelings of failure and uncertainty. I finally realized there was a better way. Life was meant to be truly lived. God had a purpose for me and our family, and the way we were living was not it. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Through that, God showed me what biblical restoration in my life can look like. I'm here to share that with you, wherever you are starting from. If you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. So warm up that cool coffee, find a kid-free chair, and pop in those earbuds. It's time to dive in. Thanksgiving is over and we're moving into Christmas. This is when we need to be hyper vigilant on thinking about others around us and what they have and what they don't have. If you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you've heard that Restoration Ranch has a goal of helping 10 families this holiday season. We currently have enough to help five families, so we are halfway there. You can go to restorationranchidaho.com. The website's also linked in the show notes. So you can donate and help a family get gifts and a meal for this Christmas. There's this little schoolyard rhyme that they used to say when I was in school. I don't know if they still say it. I haven't heard kids say it, but I do homeschool. So things are a little different for us here. But the little schoolyard rhyme that I remember hearing, and I remember saying a few times, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. How many of you remember that one? Well, words have power. That little schoolyard rhyme couldn't be less true. There's multiple verses in the Bible that talk about the power of the tongue. What we say holds immense power. That little schoolyard rhyme, it's something that kids say to make it seem like those words aren't stinging, to make it seem like those words aren't hitting deep into their soul. But there's things that were said when I was in school that I still remember to this day. Words hurt. Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So what is this verse saying? It's saying words are powerful. They can build up and tear down. And words bring life and they bring death. They are so powerful. And as kids, we don't think through that. We just think, oh, if I say this little rhyme, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me, that it's going to come true. That those words aren't going to dig deep into us and stay for years to come. But they do. Are there negative words that were spoken over your life in the past that you're still hanging on to? There's some that were spoken over me that were really harsh. Some sound stupid now, but they really stuck with me and they affected me greatly. There's somebody that told me when I was pretty young that I had ugly feet. And I know that sounds so stupid and silly, but it hurt. And I tried to just brush it off. But still to this day, I have to remind myself it doesn't matter. When I put sandals on and my feet are showing in the summertime, I remember when I was told that I had ugly feet. And I have to remind myself, it doesn't matter what my feet look like. God gave me these feet. I had this nickname when I was in elementary school. I was called Jolly Green Giant. I was the tallest one. And I was always cheery and chipper. And so I was called Jolly Green Giant. I was the tallest one all the way up until fifth grade, until one boy came to the school that was taller than me. But I still held on to that Jolly Green Giant nickname, and I was called that all through elementary school. And that caused me to be insecure about my height growing up. And now I am proud of my height. I love being tall, but it took me a long time to get to that point because I held on to that nickname that I was given. I was called a quitter It was called a liar. It was called selfish. There's many more things, but those really hit me. I pride myself on being honest, and I always put others before me, and it's something that I have to work on to make sure I have what I need, because I put everybody else ahead of me. And I work hard to help everybody around me. So being called a liar and selfish really, really hurt me. As much as that hurt, and the person that said that I wanted to stay angry at, and let it eat at me, but I was only hurting myself. The person that spoke those words over me, I mean, that wasn't that long ago, really. The person that spoke those words over me, I don't let him get to me anymore. I don't allow the opportunity for him to speak anything into my life anymore, because I know it's not going to be beneficial, and I know there's going to be things that are said that will hurt. So I have distanced myself, but I still had to work on getting rid of the things that were spoken over me. If you sit in the words that were spoken over you, no matter how long ago they are or how recent they are, it's only hurting you. The person that spoke that over you probably doesn't even remember saying what they said. If you hold on to it, it's going to fester and it'll prevent you from accomplishing everything that God has planned out for you. God has so many big things planned for your life. Don't let words spoken over you hold you back. You don't want to get to heaven one day and have God show you everything that you could have done but you didn't because you were focused on that one word you were focused on that person telling you you were selfish Focused on that person calling you a liar even though you know you weren't don't let that hold you back psalms fifty-five twenty-two says pile your troubles on god's shoulders he'll carry your load he'll help you out he'll never let good people topple into ruin so give everything that was spoken over you that you're holding on to give it up to god Pile it on his shoulders. It's a heavy load that you do not need to carry. And he said he'll carry it for you. So take him up on it. I heard a pastor say once, and it really stuck with me, God doesn't cut corners. He does everything in excellence. Look at the snowflake. If he cut corners anywhere, that would be the place that he cut the corners. But each one of them is perfect and unique. God didn't cut corners with the snowflake. He made them each individually. Perfect and unique. So, why would he have cut corners with you? Why would he make you have ugly feet? <laughs> God gave me my feet and he thought that they were perfect. So, why should I think anything less? God gave each snowflake its own perfect and unique characteristics. And he did for you too. You are perfect and unique. God doesn't make mistakes, he doesn't cut corners. Give what was spoken over you up to God and let him take it on his shoulders. Leave it at his feet so he can carry the load for you. You don't have to carry it anymore. So you're saying, okay, Jen, sure. I want to give it up to God. I don't want to hold on to it anymore. But how do I even do that? How is that possible? Well, you need to speak his truth of your life. Who does God say you are? I have some Bible verses that I want you to meditate on. Put these up on your mirror if you have to. Speak them over yourself. Replace your negative words spoken over you with what God says you are. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says you're a new creation. So replace whatever negative thing was spoken over you with God calling you a new creation. Psalms 18.32, I am strong. Isaiah 53.5, I am healed. Colossians 2.10, I am whole. Jeremiah 29, 11, I have a future and a hope. Esther four fourteen. I am created for a purpose, for such a time as this. John 15, 11, I am filled with joy. Psalms 139, 14, I am wonderfully and fearfully and perfectly made. John three sixteen. I am loved and I am worth it. 1 Corinthians 15, 57, I am victorious. Meditate on that speak it over yourself. If somebody told you that you are not loved, focus on John 3.16. I am loved. If somebody told you that you're not worth it, John 3.16. I am worth it. God gave his only son for you. I'd say that completely says you're worth it. Jeremiah 29.11. I have a future. If somebody spoke something negative over you that you can't do something that you don't have a purpose, that you don't have a future, or that you can't do anything right, or that you can't do anything well. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I have a future. Esther four fourteen. I am created for a purpose. Speak these over your life. There are so many other powerful verses, and if one of these doesn't speak to the negative words that were spoken over you, then you can just search that word in the index of your Bible, and it will give you verses to counteract that or Google it. What Bible verses talk about joy? What Bible verses talk about being loved if somebody said that you're not loved? What Bible verses talk about being strong if somebody said you're weak? There are so many verses that can help you focus on who God says you are. And remember that you're the one that speaks life and death into your children. You can't control what others say outside of your house, but you can control what you say around them. Be the one that speaks life into them. Help them grow up with what God says they are ingrained deep in their souls. And if they come home saying somebody told them something negative and spoke something negative over their life, give them Bible verses to meditate on. Speak the opposite in their life. If your kid comes home from school saying somebody said something mean about them, speak something positive into their life. Give them something to replace that mean word with something positive and hopeful and a God-given attribute that they have. Colossians 4, 6 says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. God, I pray today for everybody listening, that their speech would always be gracious and seasoned with salt, that you would give them the verses that they need to focus on to know who you say they are, to be able to replace the words that have been spoken over them with the words that you say about them. Thank you, God, that we are a new creation. We are strong and healed and whole, and we were created for a purpose God, I pray that you would just replace all those negative words with what you say that we are. Thank you that we are loved and fearfully and wonderfully made. I pray that we would be that positive light in our children's lives to be able to replace those words that other people are saying over them with the positive words that you say they are, so they can grow up knowing who they are in you. Thank you, Lord, that you are so good and have created each one of us for a purpose. Help our words to ring life and build up to those around us. Thank you for all these mamas out there, God, and I pray that you would just give them a new joy and a new burst of energy to get them through today. Amen. Do you struggle to find time in your day to get everything done? Does your relationship with your kids or your husband seem to just be skirting by without the joy you desire? And life seems to be passing you by, but you just can't find the time to enjoy it? Maybe a coaching session with me is what you need. Head to the website linked in the show notes today to get it booked.